0: Welcome to the Davenport Pulse, a podcast aimed at connecting citizens to their local government. Together, we will explore important issues impacting our neighborhoods and community through conversations with residents, city staff, and elected officials. Davenport is the urban pulse
1: at the heart of the Quad Cities, rich in history and character, where folks with a Midwest mentality plant personal and professional roots. Come explore with us the people, places, and programs that make Davenport home.
0: Welcome back everybody to the Davenport Pulse. Today we have Tammy Trice here from the Heatherton neighborhood. She is one of our very own Good Neighbor Project leaders. Tammy, thank you for being here today. Oh, you're more than welcome. And joining her is Sergeant Harris as always.
2: Great to see you. Great to see you
0: again. Thanks for being here. Um, All right. So let's just jump right in. Um, Tammy, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself?
3: Well, my name is Tammy, and I was actually born and raised in East Moline. Um, All of my family, we were raised in East Moline, and once I moved to Davenport, um, it just felt a little better for me, and I stayed here. I raised my girls here. I'm a single mom, um, have two daughters, two daughters and two dogs, um, and we've lived on Heatherton for a long time and it just it's just home for me it just feels like home and and that's just where I landed and never wanted to leave.
0: That's awesome. I grew up across the river too in Moline. Did you go to UT? I did. You graduated from UT. I graduated from Moline High School but now reside in Davenport and have no intentions of going back to the other side of the river either. (laughs) Um, Okay so you've been in Davenport like your whole adult life. Yes. That's awesome. That is great.
2: Tell us a, a few of the things that you do for our community, because I see you. I, the ongoing joke is, Tammy, I see you more than my family on certain weeks because we're at the same meetings. We're at the same events. So where do you work at and what do you do? So
3: there? I work for Open Door Crisis Program, and it's actually under the umbrella of SAL, Family and Community Services. Um, people know us as Skip Along, um, but, but the, um, under the umbrella is Open Door Crisis Program. Thank you for my baby.
2: what you do at Open Door. <laughs> You've been a great asset to me as a police officer, and we've had to utilize your services a lot for, to help out our citizens.
3: Yep, it's one. Of, you know, I, it's one of the programs that I really love. I was in the early care and education part of it for 23 years, and when that position opened up, I was like, "Man, that's just me. That's that's me." So I appreciate that.
1: So, Tammy, your name has uh, floated around in our office a lot with so much positivity. Everyone thinks you are wonder woman. Mm-hmm. So I'm personally <laughs> curious, what made you want to start a GNP?
3: So when COVID hit, um, our office shut down um, and we all had to work remotely. So I spent an entire summer at home, you know, but while I was doing that, um, I kept Looking at the kids in my neighborhood and thinking, man, there's nothing for them to do out here. You know, every day I would watch the same kids, you know, playing, you know, in the yards, um, actually playing with sticks, playing with rocks. Um, those types of things, and I was just like, "Man, I need to buy these kids some toys or mm-hmm. something for for them to have to do while they're out here, so I did I went and bought balls and hula hoops and jump ropes and all types of things you know for the kids to do um, and that just started building relationships um, and so was they called me the the church lady with the dogs, you know <laughs> I don't think they ever really knew my name, but they just knew I was the church lady with the dogs. And um, that just started a relationship with me and some of the kids. And then it led to me getting to know their parents and some of their backgrounds and what they were doing and where they were coming from and the support system that they needed. Um, and so that, that led me to thinking, we need to bring our neighborhood together.
0: I love that. That's Awesome. And were you okay with being the leader of of the GNP? Oh,
3: man, I struggled with that. I went back and forth, <laughs> back and forth, back and forth with that. Um, I remember there was a young lady who was the leader, and she did some things out there before, and then she moved away, and things kind of fell by the wayside. Um, I struggled with, did I have the time? Mm, you know, yep. I mean, it's... In my mind, it was a everybody's so busy. Right. You know, I was thinking, I don't want to let my neighbors down. If I do this, I have to do it right. Um, And so I did struggle. I struggled with Do I have the time? Do I have the energy? Um, Is this something that I really wanted to take on? But at the same time, after watching those kids and getting to know their parents, I felt like, why not me?
0: (laughs) You were it. You were the perfect person for the job.
2: I remember a few of those phone calls we had, Tammy, and you're like, I don't want to do this. I no. know. I'm like, Tammy, we need you. The neighborhood needs you. And we are so happy you are Heatherton.
3: But you, I, thank, I thank you for your support because I really did. There was a couple of times and I was just like, I'm, I'm not the person. I'll be in the background. I'll help, you know, but the more I started taking the lead, it just felt like that was the right thing to do for me.
1: Mm-hmm. So you've talked about getting to know the kids and now their parents and you guys, you know, in your neighborhood meetings, what are some of the like most discussed topics that you guys cover or talk about as a neighborhood together?
3: Okay. Uh- just because of what I would like to see take place um, in the neighborhood, we talk about the kids a lot, um, the activities, you know, what's missing in our neighborhood. What can we do um, to bring families and kids together? So that's why we've done things like um, movie on the lawn and trunk or treat, you know, some of those things that are centered around kids and bringing families together. So, you know, those are the types of things we do. T- and we do talk about um, issues and that's really not my focus you know I want to keep it more positive and what can we do to bring positive things into our neighborhood and to make our neighborhood look like who we are you know there's a lot of positive people out there with a lot of things to offer our community so just highlighting those types of things um, is what we talk about we did have a couple of meetings um about the speed bumps and the speeding in our neighborhood, the crime in our neighborhood, those types of things. And I've been working with landlords. But the bulk of our conversation has been around the children, the families, how we can bring them together. And right now our focus is how do we get more people involved in in our neighborhood group. So we're looking at trying to adopt some street captains, you know, to help us bring along other people.
1: That's amazing. That is cool. What do you define a street captain, just out of curiosity?
3: Yep. So finding a person on each street um, that would be the captain of that street. And so when we have any type of events or any things that needs to happen, we have a person, we have a contact on every street. Oh, that's
0: awesome. That's great. Um, So you talked a little bit about the challenges that you bring up at the meetings, although it's not your focus. Um, What are some of the challenges or what is a challenge that you've overcome with the help from Good Neighbor
3: program? Really, one of the the biggest challenges was getting people to trust each other, Mm. um, to trust each other, to trust the guys in blue. Um, That was one of the biggest challenges, you know, was that, how do we build trust and relationships with each other um, and i think we once we started to get to know each other we called it building connections with each other you know once i have a connection with you um, that just helps us build a relationship and we and the more apt we are to work together and we've done a lot of that on heatherton there's a lot of people that didn't know each other you know we've built relationships we've built connections with and it was just almost three houses down, three houses over, you know, for, for me. The nine-house model. <laughs> exactly. You pay attention. Yeah, what a I great mean, ambassador. Right. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, that worked for me. And then as I got to know people, I was just like, three houses down, three houses over. That's it. Each one reach one. That's what we need to do to, yep. to build our capacity. So being able to overcome just not being able to trust people, you mm-hmm. know, and, and realizing that, we're a family. You yep. know, we're going to take care of each other. You know, we have each other's back. That's mm-hmm. That was one of the things that we had to establish out there. And, and I would say to people, I'm not going to let anything happen to you. I'm not going to let anything happen to your kids. I'm not going to let anything happen to you. The, the guys in blue, they are friends, and we just need to take care of each other.
0: Every neighborhood needs a Tammy Trice. They do. <laughs> I agree. I want you in my neighborhood.
2: <laughs> Can you just tell us a little bit about your relationship with the Fairmount Library, because Heatherton's unique, and lack of better words, it is out there on an island. We don't have a friendly house, right. we don't have a project renewal, we don't have a 180 or or a Hope at the Brick House, but you have the library. So how do you partner up with the library to take care of your children in the Heatherton neighborhood and to the neighbors?
3: So we've had some really good, um, that we've done together, so it's it's been a really nice relationship. Um, so last year we sponsored the trunk or treat. This year they sponsored the trunk or treat, and so we've been building some relationships in that way. So I have some community agencies that's coming to our trunk or treat, um, as well as I've gotten some neighborhood captains that are coming, you know, to sponsor our trunk or treat. The a lot of things that they do. Um, Bianca knows that I'm the contact person, and I disseminate, you know, a lot of information, keeping the the neighbors updated as far as what's going on. Because if they don't have access to a computer, they don't know how to access a computer. Then I'm the spokesperson. I'm the mouthpiece. I I will mm-hmm. knock on doors. I do I do a lot of walking and I pass out flyers. But they've been the best partner that we could ever have asked for because it's a safe haven for our kids and for our families. They go there. They depend on the library and. I'm I'm just the, the conduit that kind of helps the library disseminate their information. Um, we participated in their um, block party. Um, they had the movie on the lawn for us. They sponsored that. And that was just a dream of mine. So I was so happy that the library did that. That's and awesome. it was well attended, you know, and it was just so nice. I wish we could do that another one before winter comes. But <laughs> <laughs> and tell us about the basketball team. Oh my, oh my god. god! Oh yeah, let's hear yes. about that. That's exciting. <laughs> okay, so our goal is to Heatherton has tried to put yeah. basketball teams in some of the low-income apartment complexes, um, and for me, I was trying to figure out a way of how to get my kids again engaged in something. Mm-hmm. And I'm a huge basketball fan. I, me I love too. basketball. Fun so.
0: fact: I played throughout high school. Oh. <laughs> Oh, girl, I did, too. Did you? Yeah. Uh Uh-oh. We can do the refs. 1v1.
3: Right.
2: I think you have some coaches for the hustlers.
3: Oh, Oh, yeah, there we go. Yes. 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 So one of the things I started talking to the kids in the neighborhood about was playing basketball. And I actually, two years ago, I ran a basketball camp for Open Door, and a couple of my kids played for me. Um, And I was like, oh, they got some skills, you know, okay, we'll, we'll watch out for them. But it evolved into doing something different, and so recently we collaborated with um, QC United, and we held a basketball event um, at the Y. And we have established a basketball team called Heatherton Hustlers, um, and so it's it's third through eighth grade. Um, and so we're I have a coach, we have a team, and right now we're trying to formulate some other teams in other areas so that we'll have our established our own league and they'll play each other. Uh, but some of my Heatherton Hustlers paid, played in the basketball um, camp that was at the Y on Saturday and it was just awesome. It was so awesome That's to see
2: Tammy, can you tell us some of your favorite events or experiences with the Good Neighbor Project?
3: I have so many. I was thinking about this. I, I really do. But really one of my favorites um, was the Coffee with Cops. Um I went to probably 3 of them and it was just so nice being able to sit down and have a conversation with Police officers. Um, some I knew and some I didn't. So it was a really good experience for me to get to know other police officers, um, as well as I met other neighborhood leaders. You know, mm-hmm. I met you know some of the other people that were leaders of the Good Neighbor Projects, and so we built we built a connection and we built some relationships. And Joyce just invited me to one of her. Um, neighborhood meetings. And so, you know, we were able to build some collaborations. But that was just one of my favorites is just being able to meet different police officers, meet different leaders, different people in the community, um, aldermen, alderwomen. Um, It was just one of my favorite networking pieces. Um, And if I could just say the other thing that, that I really liked, and well, let me just back up. There's a a set of grandparents that's um raising their grandson. Um and he's eight and they're a little bit older and, and the party in the parks really blessed them um, because awesome. they were able to to take him to the different party and I would keep them updated where they're going to be you know so he could so they could take them um and they really when I sent that email out was saying tell me what your favorite was and that was their response uh-huh. um they really enjoyed the party in the parks and he's he's um He's an only child, um, and he doesn't socialize very well. But just to see him at the party in the parks and being able just to have at it, you know, go to the different vendors and talk to the different people, the police officers, and play with the dogs, um, it was just really rewarding for all of us. But the, the grandparents really appreciated that that was the one thing they did every time there was a party in the park.
1: Well, I believe Allie is planning next summer party in the parks. Oh, yeah. We've so already let him know. We're
0: brainstorming.
1: Heatherton for would next be a year. great
2: neighborhood. Yep. Yes. Park. Yes. Just yes. throwing that out there.
0: <laughs> I'll add it to the list. Yes, ma'am.
2: <laughs> and I agree with you. Coffee with the Cop was absolute oh, success. We can't wait to do it in right. 2022. Yep. That's where I met Allie during Coffee with the Cop, met, too. Right? So. Yeah. <laughs> Yep. when she was working for Hyvee. So yeah, those I, were
0: my favorites right. as well. It was I love those events.
2: Overwhelmingly successful. Oh, and yes, one
0: hundred percent. Just a good event, you know, a feel-good event. Right. That everybody enjoyed. There was no agenda. Open conversation. Right. Um, very laid back. And yeah, I think it was a great, great. Event can't wait to do it again. I know.
2: We're and we're just lucky to have a great partner like Hy-Vee. Right. That's that allowed us to do that. Uh, donate the coffee, the pastries, and the great thing about Hy-Vee too is there are five different locations throughout the whole city. As yes. we know, sometimes transportation is the obstacle, and right. they want to just go to their own Hy-Vee. Everyone has their mm, own stores. That's yeah. right. <laughs> so we were able to go to those different neighborhoods because each experience you went to three of them. Each right. one of them were different, different police officers. There's uh different <laughs> citizens there, different yes. neighborhood leaders, uh, different older people that yes. were there. So yep. we can't wait until coffee with cop in 2022. Yes. That was my
3: favorite.
0: <laughs> well, Tammy, thank you so much for coming down and being a guest on our podcast. We really appreciate having you here and we can't wait to work with you more in the future. Oh, you're awesome,
2: Tammy. We we (laughs) we as at the police department, we you're one of our favorites, and and I say that's with my whole heart right there. So we 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 love our partnership with you. We love your leadership, um, but most importantly,
3: your friendship. Yeah, you know I don't don't make me cry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Go, Heatherton Hustlers. Go,
0: Hustlers.